What's up, True Disciples? It's your boy, Rico. And your girl, Michaela. And welcome to the True Disciple Podcast. On this podcast, we discuss relationship with Jesus and what it means to be a true disciple. Being a true disciple means to be an outsider of the world. So hope you guys stay true and stay blessed. And don't forget, relationship with Jesus trumps religion. Let's get into the show. What's up, True Disciple? It's your boy, Rico. And it's your girl, Michaela. We're back with another one. Man, it's been a long three months. Before we got on here, Kayla was like, I don't, she said, every time we come back on here, it's always been like a break. <laughs> and and I was like, I understand that. But hey, our job here is to come here and tell, you know, even like, you know, even learning from, you know, from my standpoint, too. It's, you know, teach people about relationship with Christ, bro. And, like, this is, like, something that's authentic for us. This is something authentic for you guys. And it's something that people just typically go through. You know, you agree, Kay? Yeah. You know? And I just, we didn't want to be, like, to the point where we come here to you guys and be like, man, because our job is, it's not for us, for y'all to look at us. Like, we're, like, on side of Pestetto. And we're so high up and like our stuff don't stink. I still do stink sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. You know, so this break just been really just a battle of just trying to see where our lives are going, you know, saying moving forward, God got us out here in California in the first place. And I don't know, let me let me now I'm gonna speak for the both of us. We just been like going through the battle, just trying to figure out really like, because every time we come on here and talk to you guys, we always like, what should we talk about? Like, it's like, how oh, do we got to be super religious and act like this way? And and that kind of like eats you up sometimes because it kind of puts you in the spot. Like, dang, if like I go on here, I got to act a super religious because that's how they, that's my credibility. That's how they believe me. I don't feel like we're super religious, though. Yeah, I mean. I hear a lot of podcasts. I hear a lot of. Christian no. influencers and I'm like, oh, you kind of sound like cornballs, you know. I don't, I don't ever want to get on here and like sound like a cornball, you know right. what I'm saying? Like I want it, I want it to be authentic, and mm-hmm. I feel like we're pretty authentic. I just feel like it's because me and Rico, a lot of the conversations that we have in private, we could have on the podcast too. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, it's just a matter of getting over here, sitting over here, and recording. Because yeah, because <laughs> we, I mean, we walk past this. Peter, like all yeah, the time. Yeah, like it's literally sitting in our living room. I think I had to blow some blow some dust off the microphone. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, just, it's, just, it's just, been, a, just a little there. bit. But man, I just, I just feel like this time, like us, this break. It's crazy how it's just like we was we was laying in bed yesterday, and we was on the infamous TikTok. We was. Oh my goodness. And like and y'all, I don't know if y'all know. I had took a, I, I had took to a, delete it. Right. I mean, I deleted it too. I guess I came back to it because I was like, I want to look at something funny. Yeah, I was yeah. looking. Rico was Rico be having them 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 funny videos. On I be having TikTok. the good ones. Because I had deactivated like my mm-hmm. Facebook and like I de- deleted my Instagram and stuff. And I don't even get on Snapchat like that. But I just needed to like take a break from it. Right. And then I don't like how I feel like social media gives people that you don't really talk to access to you mm-hmm. to like keep up with what's in your life and stuff. And oh, like, yeah, I guess I want to just live a life where it's like in the moment where everybody's not updated on what Michaela's doing, you yeah. know? 
I mean, it's not, it's not, and it's not like a sense of like out of just like pride or trying yeah. to put yourself above people. It's really like, I don't know. I guess guys made me realize like somebody's do like back in the day, back in the past with Instagram when it first came out, every time before I eat, I used to always take a picture of it. And yeah, now I'm, I'm, I know I'm 26, I'm young. And, and people, you know, older than us, they like, oh, these are what the kids are today. But I really, like, look to the point where, like, I really don't need social media. Like, I don't like it that yeah. much. You know what I'm saying? I think that's why I like, like, us, like, posting stuff on the page and stuff. I just don't like it. But, you know. Yeah, like, we just it, went to we went right. to Dallas. And then when we went to Dallas, don't, don't ask how. But, anywho, our connecting flight was a little late. So, we ended oh, up having to spend the night at Vegas. And we stayed at this really nice hotel. This What hotel was that? It's the Luxor. The Luxor. The Luxor. The Luxor. Something like that. Yeah. So we stayed there. Was it Sunday? Sunday. We came back Monday. Sunday. Yeah. Come back. Yeah. Monday. We came back Monday night, and we had checked out or whatever, but mm-hmm. we didn't feel the need to like post that so everyone can like see and like know. You know, mm-hmm. I just feel like we're at this stage because I remember like early in our relationship. Yeah. We used to always post everything. Like everybody would know everything we oh, were doing. Oh man. Now I just feel like you know I want to. Mm-hmm. Kind of like soak and bathe in those moments with my family, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, and I feel like that's important too, you know. Just having you, just having your own little family and everybody. It's just, it's just, it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. And a speaking lot, of family, right. mm-hmm. we actually, I'm pregnant. We're supposed to be having. He just said <laughs> he's going just, to say it like I that. I did, bro. You know, I don't hey, know how to hey. sugarcoat it and stuff. Just, I don't, but we're we're pregnant, and mm-hmm. um, we're actually due in November. And I I believe it's a girl. Believe girl. I believe it's a girl. I hope it is. You know, so we can have a girl and a boy. I believe it's a girl. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. A girl and a boy. I mean, that's that's, that's cool too, cause like me being, I finally get to be a typical girl dad. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Being a girl dad. That's that's what's up, man. That's what's up. But you guys, uh, today we just come here just you know let you, that was a little update. Let you know, guys, like we know where we've been at and where our mind space been, and uh, really just trying to figure out, you know, God already figured it out for us, but us just trying to be obedient. That's the important thing. When God called you to something, please be obedient to it. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna wake up every day and be like, man, I really don't want to do this, and that's what we did every day. We like. Dang, should we do the podcast? Every day we wake up like that. Dang, should we do the podcast? And it's just time, week, the day turned into a week, week turned into like a month, you know what yeah. I'm saying? The months turned into I literally, months. I literally felt like mm-hmm. Jonah. Because I feel like we watched that video yesterday. I was like, bro, that's crazy that yeah. that video was like, you know, I don't really, I'm not the type, when it comes to like prophetic videos or like people doing videos and stuff on TikTok, bro, like I will mm-hmm. not listen to all of them. I'm sorry. I'm just really weird because I feel like with prophecy, you got to be very careful. It's something spiritual. You know what I'm saying? And you have to use discernment on it. And I'm weird because I don't like everybody praying over me. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know what type of spirit you're using. You know what I'm saying? I really like to Mm -hmm. use discernment when it comes to anything in the supernatural. And um, we happened to scroll past this video or whatever. And the lady was talking about like, you know, Jonah and um, what was it? And Nivea? Or going to Nivea, like I guess God, mm-hmm. God had called him to go somewhere. He was going to Nivea. Yeah, and he he was like, these people are bad. Like yeah. they're against my people. Like I'm cool. I ain't trying to save them or nothing. So like Jonah hid, you know. And basically in the video, she was saying there's a lot of people that God has called, 
and they're real, they're authentic, but they're hiding, you know? Mm -hmm. And she was saying, and because as a result of the real ones hiding, it's a lot of people who are coming who are, um, what is it called? They're not real. They're false, you know, right. and they're coming to these platforms and stuff that God has called the real ones to, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, the false ones are there. So, I don't know. It, it, it hit it hit a little different. I'm not going to lie, because, um, you know, like when you see throughout the Bible, like even like in the book of Jeremiah, like Jeremiah was speaking out against, you know, things and like there was prophets and stuff around him. And there were people around him who were speaking beer and wine and good, mm-hmm. you know. So when you have Jeremiah, you know, who was actually sent from God and he's saying all this, all these things and stuff, you know what I'm saying? They're like, um, that's counter to, you know, what we're hearing. And, you know, God is telling us good things. Why is he telling you bad things? You know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess that's, it's, it's just crazy. Yeah. That authenticity, I feel like it's something that we really need. And I guess I kind of got to a point where I was kind of like, the church is really getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to lie. Where I was just like, mm, I don't really want to be like in church. I don't really want to be near a church. I really don't like being near religious people and, you know, all those different things. But I guess like it comes a point where God is like, okay, um, you're complaining, but what are you going to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah. that's pretty, that's pretty, I feel like that's all of us though. Oh yeah. That's pretty much what, you know, it's funny. That's pretty much what God has told that's you know a lot of people he's called a lot of prophets especially like Jonah he told Jonah that you know what I'm saying that you know you used to burn about this place but you know he said you was concerned about this plant but you didn't tend to it and it died overnight and it's like we get to a space where we like man like we want to do something impactful in the church then when God call you something do something crazy or even do something just so simple like hey I want you to go out and talk to about two people today about God, about me, and like, oh God, I don't know about that. Like, yeah. that's out of my comfort zone. I want to go. I want to move the kingdom, but I want to move the kingdom from where I feel comfortable at. Yeah. And that's not how life is gonna work. You know what I'm saying? I remember seeing. A, I remember seeing a video. And you know, a guy. He um, he he preaches and stuff on TikTok. Young guy, and he went out with a dude. And I could tell in the video they went out to do. They went to a college, and they was actually like, you know evangelizing and I tell for the yeah. for the dude he was like I'm probably not gonna do that again he's just comfortable where he's at but no, but the, but but the, but, the, video, but 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 yeah but I understand video I would understand too because mm-hmm. I feel like it's a certain way to do certain things you know what I'm right. saying like so they were Christians they were going up to the college people and like I feel like evangelizing is like Let's think about it like Paul, like we know like the letters of Paul and stuff. Paul preached against the church and stuff and the things that the church were doing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it was like to the church, right. you know, but when he went to people who were who claimed they were believers or people that were unbelievers, he realized he was basically like, hey, this is good gospel. Do you want a piece of it? You know what I'm saying? And like <laughs> when they were evangelizing, they're going up to random people and they're like, how do you feel about abortion? How do you feel about yeah, getting like certain, like yeah. certain stuff? And it's like, I feel like us as believers, because we already know, you know, because we already know, like, uh, obviously that that's against God and all that stuff. Can I, you know can what I'm saying? Can I be truthful? We, can I finish? Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because we know that it's against mm. God. Why would you go up to someone who's right. a believer, unbeliever, and kind of feel like you need to validate that, you know? Right. I feel it. <laughs> 
And and I'm I'm gonna be truthful. I'm sorry for interrupting. Mm, My bad. You had to check me like that. But anyway, (laughs) but um, but coming back, I'm gonna be truthful. It's we really just can't like be out here evangelizing talking to people because it's like, and I and I feel I feel it. What do you mean by talking to people? In a way, like we take us as Christ followers, we like we take out like certain stuff we want to discuss with people, like like you just said, abortion or you know homosexuality, gay marriage, or um, talking about we like we take out certain stuff, even though there's a lot of stuff you can talk about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like there's no IP, like there's yeah. nobody out here evangelizing like, hey, pornography is bad. Ain't nobody doing that. Because it's uncomfortable. Oh, that's something that's behind the scene that you should talk about. But you okay talking to someone about abortion, this yeah. and that. The things that you know you that you against. That you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about disobedience. You know what I'm saying? Or or let's that's, that's talk, talk about the one that a lot of people don't like. is actually loving on your brother and sister. And, bro, that's so crazy Rico's talking about that, bro. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Like... I'm I'm just personally speaking for me like I kind of felt like I was we were just I was like dang God you got us out here in California Mm -hmm. like you know like we kind of out here alone like you know what I'm saying and um I guess God like kind of showed he like showed me that that wasn't really the case you know Mm -hmm. and um I don't know like I don't know why I've just been feeling led to look at the vineyard Clarksville Mm -hmm. you know and um like Landon was talking about you know, faith and basically like the critical spirit that right. functions in the church where, you know, people are feeling, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, how do you feel when your brother or sister lights up a cigarette, you know, in the parking lot? Mm-hmm. Like, are you like judging their faith? Like, you know, your faith isn't as strong as mine. They like, don't Christian. They don't smoke by 10 cigarettes. Yeah. Like he was like, how do you feel like when you see somebody in who's Christian, who's in a R-rated movie line like he was just talking about that and I was just like dang and basically he was talking about how like when you're functioning in that critical spirit and stuff you're um what are you doing when you're functioning in that critical spirit what is it called oh my goodness it's like on the tip of my tongue yeah when you're functioning in that okay. critical spirit you're not functioning in love you know yeah and so me and Rico like we went through it and like I watched it twice cause I was like kinda in and out of it cause I've been like a little sick over like the week or so so, um, I watched it again with Rico and we watched it and it's actually Romans 14 and it's mm-hmm. talking about the weak and the strong and bro, it's so good. Like I, I, I love y'all so much. I think we might have to read the whole thing cause read he read, he read the whole thing and it, it really was mm-hmm. a blessing for me. And I feel like it like changed a lot of the ways that I view things too. Okay. And then he read, he read like, cause they're going through the whole book of Romans. And mm-hmm. then he read like the first verse of chapter 15. Do you want to read it, babe? I'm out of breath. You out of breath? <laughs> I am. Yeah, I got you. Thank you. I got you. And we'll be coming from the NIV version. And we'll read the whole chapter 14. All right. It says the weak and the strong. Accept the one whose fate is weak without quarreling over disputable matters. One person's fate allows them to eat anything, but another whose fate is weak, eats only vegetables. The one who eats everything must not treat with treat with contempt the one who does not. And the one who does not eat anything must not judge the one who does, for God has accepted them. Who are you to judge someone else's servant? To their own master, servants stand or fall, and they will stand for the Lord is able to make them stand. One person considers one day more sacred than another. Another considers every day alike. Each of them should be fully convinced in their own mind. 
Whoever regards one day as special does so to the Lord. Whoever eats meat does so to the Lord, for they give thanks to God. And whoever abstains does so to the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives for ourselves alone, and none of us dies for ourselves alone. If we live, we live for the Lord. And if we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. For this very reason, Christ died and returned to life so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. You then, why do you judge your brother or sister? Or why do you treat them with contempt? For we will all stand before God's judgment seat. It is written, as sure as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me and every tongue will acknowledge God. So then each of us will give an account of ourselves to God. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or sister. I'm convinced, being fully persuaded in the Lord Jesus, that nothing is unclean in itself. But if anyone regards something as unclean, then for that person it is unclean. If your brother or sister is distressed because of what you eat, you are no longer acting in love. Do not, by your eating, destroy someone for whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let what you know is good be spoken as if evil. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy and Holy Spirit. Because anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God and receives human approval. Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. Our food is clean, but it is wrong for a person to eat anything that causes someone else to stumble. It is better to not eat meat or drink wine or to do anything else that will cause your brother or sister to fall. So whatever you believe about these things, keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who does not condemn himself by what he approves, but whoever doubts is condemned if they eat, because their eating is not from faith, and everything that does not come from faith is sin. Bars. And then um, Romans chapter 5, or, or not chapter 5, Romans, um, literally the next chapter, so Romans 15, um, verse 1, it says, We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to, not to please ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, I I just feel like when I when I read this, it really hit, you know, mm-hmm. I have like my grandpa and my brother don't don't eat pork. Mm-hmm. And like, I, you know, I'm not going to knock it. You know, I yeah. talked to my brother about it and, you know, my, my <clears throat> grandpa and my brother have told me their views on it. And that's cool. But I love how in here it tells us like not to quarrel over those matters. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like. You know, they don't like to eat pork, right? Mm-hmm. I have a cousin who you will not use any of his pots and pans, like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying, if you're making pork in it, you know what I'm saying? But I love how this scripture basically is like telling us, like, it doesn't matter because either way, we're serving God doing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it, it like, it's like verse, verse four in chapter 14 says, who are you to judge someone else's servant? To their own masters, servants stand or fall, and they will stand for the Lord is able to make them stand. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that kind of like lets us know, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me, let me back up. Like, you know, like that's God, that's still God's child, you know? Mm -hmm. But basically like Pastor Landon was talking about how, you know, if you see somebody lighting up a cigarette in the parking lot, you know, how does that make you feel? Do you feel like their faith is questioned? You know, their faith is not as strong. He started talking about like if you see somebody lined up in an R-rated movie and basically like it's like it's funny because he said Romans chapter one, it actually lists everything that we're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But he said here, like we are all our faith walks are going to be different. You know what I'm saying? Like 
the Michaela, the Michaela that I was five years ago, you know, there's certain things that I could do then, you know, that I can't do now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it's basically like this verse, like, you know, this whole scripture is basically like telling us, okay, you know, we shouldn't put a stumbling block in our brother or sister's way. So if I know that Rico doesn't like watching R-rated movies because it does something to his spirit that he feels like God delivered him from, you know what I'm saying? I shouldn't go watch an R-rated movie with him and encourage him to do that because by me doing that, I'm encouraging him into sin because of his conscience. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So like the Bible tells us literally, bro, like anything not done by faith is sin. You know what I'm saying? So if you know that you, God delivered you from weed and you're not supposed to be smoking weed, but you come around one of your brothers and sisters who haven't quite been delivered from weed and you still engage in weed, that's a sin Mm -hmm. because in your conscience, by faith, you know that that's sin. Oh yeah. Same as, same as drinking alcohol. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if I like, if I know like me drinking to the point I'm drunk and I cause debauchery and it's like. If you know, like, man, when I get drunk, I start and I start like acting crazy. I may black out, you know, all this stuff. Then you give you like you say you be around these people and they all doing the same thing. Like, oh, let me join in because I need to be relatable in that moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or because I remember when I was young, I used to like when I I used to think like when I see Christian people from the church, like they I, I didn't see them. I didn't like think I didn't know they drank like wine. I didn't know they smoked a cigarette. You know, I thought thought they dressed a certain way, and uh, and through years back in the day, that's what you've seen. You know, a lot of women in the church dressed very modest. You know, what I'm saying it's still there today. You know, you know, it's still there today. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. and uh, you know, women still wear the hair, their head coverings. You know, you know, according to the word, you know, women should wear a covering. It's, it's like the old law, yeah. man. Women, old women still wear that. Yeah. You know, it's they like, oh, you know, this and that. There's some churches you go to that you can't wear a hat. <laughs> you, man, I used to, I used to always want to wear hats because I didn't have a haircut at the time. <laughs> Yo, man, you got to take that hat out. I'm like, man, like, yeah. like, come on now. Like, yeah. you know, but uh, it's still like certain things that some people do. But at the end of the day. They do it in, for these these reasons. You know how do you feel about like how the because I, I'm aware that people do things, <laughs> excuse me, y'all, for you know different reasons and stuff, and that's cool and that's fine. But how do you feel about like the critical spirit, like so, like basically like how this verse is saying like you know stop crowing about you know what is it? Sorry, y'all. Crawling over disputable matters and stuff, right? And like how that is a disputable matter. Yeah, yeah, you know. And let me actually look up the definition of disputable because I think disputable means like, is it something you can kind of get? Let's see. I I'm mean, it it's something you can do on a credit card. A disagreement. <laughs> uh, you're crazy. And when a charge happens. Yeah, you're right. Um, can we get them to dispute that? <laughs> that that is not. I, I don't, didn't do that. I didn't think I did that right there. So disputable matters, that means not established as a fact mm-hmm. and so open to question or debate. Dang. Okay. I mm-hmm. like that verbiage he used. Okay, Paul, I see you. Mm-hmm. Disputable. So disputable means not established as a fact. So like, have you ever experienced like a critical spirit? Um, Somebody being critical towards you? I feel like I have. Like I've had, I remember, 
I have people like, you know, I grew up in a church with and the time I tell them, whereas a time where I was very in a time in my life where I didn't have a church home and I was still searching, they related that to me not following Christ. Mm-hmm. And that, that hurt me. Mm-hmm. Something like that could have like turned me away from Jesus, but it didn't. It just opened my eyes to like, okay, I don't think that's Jesus because Jesus don't look at me like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And yeah. I and I thank God because I didn't run to that. That so that could stuff like that hurts people. They're like, that's why I don't want to join the church because people look at it like that. Yeah, and it's not at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's gonna come a time where you can't find no church around. You know, where we gotta come in small groups in secret. Yeah. You know, where they was doing back in the day. The yeah. disciples were doing that. They didn't have no, they weren't going in the synagogues every single day. You know? Who they they was with Jesus the whole time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It really shows you that Jesus don't live in no building. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's with them. Right. All time. Right. He's with you all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying that, well, church is not important because I know some people are going to be like, oh, well, so are you saying that church is not important? Church I'm not is, saying church, church is, is for a community. It's community. It's important because it's a community. And, um, but yeah, it, 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 that, that bothered me. And it just opened my eyes to like really the, the true matter at hand. Like, okay, that may seem like, okay, you don't, I don't think you know who Jesus is yeah. clearly. Mm-hmm. And you've been, you can follow Jesus for how, I guess your credibility, you followed him for so long, 20 years, I don't care. Because at the same time, you didn't, if you related that, me not following Christ, something's wrong with you. Yeah. You didn't say, like, it wasn't, I didn't. I feel like we've all had an encounter with, like, a critical spirit where somebody, because, you know, I I feel like people are aware of it, you know? People, um, like, when I met you know some yeah. people that you know you know yeah. the first thing they were like are you following Christ and I'm oh, like yeah. I was like um, like it kind of just threw me off to the point where you know it would be looked at as being critical but basically what I love about that verse is I guess like it kind of reminded me that to like and it should remind all of us to right. come down off that high horse and know that Jesus meets everybody where they are you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like where you were like you know what I'm saying like people be like I've been in ministry for 20 years and I know what I'm doing where were you before that 20 year when you know Jesus met you where you were you know what I'm saying and I just love that because I feel like it shows of the growth and it really also does show of like the humility that Paul had to be like you know what I'm saying you know these are disputable matters and who are you to judge you know mm-hmm. God's servant. Right. And and I feel like sometimes we, we've been in a position where we was that critical spirit too. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, man, that person ain't following Christ because they doing that. Or, yeah. Yeah. You know, they look like that or, you know, yeah. at the same time, and it's like, dang, they, and they, and you, you like totally wrong because they, they love Jesus to the day they die, man. Yeah. You know? And it just, like, like for instance, if you used to see someone in church with face tats on their face, with white beat on, do you think... I don't feel like you should judge that. Would you think? You know what I'm saying? But that's just how some people will view people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though that man or woman came in there and they love Christ and they trying to change their life around. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about... Because we all... Let's not all walk around here like we don't have a past. 
some of our paths you can see physically. Sometimes you can see our paths. And no one, yeah. no one is holier than thou. Oh no, man. Yeah. <laughs> no one is holier than thou. I don't care what you do. You're not holier than thou. I'm sorry. We're all. It's in our nature to be sinful. Mm-hmm. Period. Like we all falling short. Yeah, because if we weren't sinful, why would we need? Why would we need Jesus? What was the point of him coming down? Right. <laughs> you know, what was the him? What was the point of him coming down? And. And I and I, and I and I feel like that's a, that's a transition that we need to change in the church right there. Just like we need to have more love on this earth because that's gonna open up a lot of things. That's love can us should open up a lot of opportunities with that person or that brother. You know what I'm saying? That's coming. Like, do you know how much change? How much if you love on someone that doesn't go to church and they never want to talk about Jesus, and you just loved on that person and they realize like, man, that person right there has been so nice to me and loved me for who I am, and he's following Christ, I want to know who Christ is. Yeah, that's you. That opens a gate. Yeah, it does. You can't just be coming out, well, you, 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 you. That's going to be like, okay, I don't want, yeah. I don't want to follow what person you follow because you coming at me, attacking me, you know, instead of loving on me and taking a chance to actually get to know me. And I've seen change happen that way. I've seen change where people, like, actually loved on somebody and, like, you know what, I'm willing, I, you know what I'm saying? When it's I, authentic, I, I, yeah, it has it has to be authentic. Oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. You, you can only play in the fruits of the spirit for so long. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> before yeah. Before you're exposed. Oh yeah, most definitely. And it is on both ends of yeah. the uh, both ends of the rope. So it's like you know, if the opportunity does come, are you willing, you know, to like, okay, I do want to do this, you know, you know what I'm saying? And you gotta just continue just to. Do more loving. Do more like you know, praying for the person if they if they up to it, you know. And I love how Paul tells us clearly, yeah. like when we're judging our brother and sister, we're not acting in a way of love. Oh no, you know? dude, no. And you, we see a lot of that stuff happening today. You know, a lot of that stuff. It's just like we talk about stuff, like like right down the word. We fight over disputable matters. Like we fight over all this stuff. Who's in the politics? Who's gonna be in the chair? Who's gonna be the next president? Who's doing this? What the government is doing? Oh, what are we doing here? Like, you know, it's so much stuff. Oh, what did that person, what did that person say about me? You know, it's just so much stuff we we, we, we just all discuss about. That's just, just, it's just too much. It gets in the way of what we're supposed to be doing anyway. You know what I'm saying? And that right there is like a main definition of just trying to like, for one, be somebody you're really not, you know, and not being authentic. But that should just go out here and just really show love to people, man. You know? Like, for real. Like, legit. You know? And don't do it. Like, please be authentic. Though. People oh. can always tell. If you're being fake with them. Fake, oh, yeah. Showing fake love oh, to yeah. them. Or when you're being, like, a, a showy Christian. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that turns a lot of people off, too. Yeah. It makes them, like, ugh. Like, yeah, it know? turns me off. Like, yeah. get away from me. Yeah. You know? Because I, I can sense it sometimes, like, Okay, you're not genuine. You didn't truly want to come over here and talk to me. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, you just, you just, I guess, like y'all know what authenticity looks yeah. like. I hope, I would hope. Let's not be a, a Sunday Christian, you know, where we like love and joy to peace and everybody. Then come Monday, man, I don't talk to this person. Like, you know, I don't mess with those people. You know what I'm saying? Let's go, we go back to the same person who you, who yeah. you was. So definitely not, you know. Uh-uh, we can't we can't be that. But um, you got anything else, man? I don't know. That's it, man. 
Well, it was nice talking to you guys. Um, it was. It was a fast 33 minutes. I feel like I still have a lot, but we don't have enough time. <laughs> like, you know, it's like I... I'm telling you, like I probably irritate people when I be talking sometimes. No, you don't. I be because I just talk. I just that's a good thing. I talk a lot. That's a good thing. You know, I talk a lot. I know I'll be some people be like, "Damn, this dude here, here," but it's like I'll. It's just They'll like get a, it. so. I feel like the right people will get it. Yeah, it's so much stuff, you know. Okay. And I and I and I and I want to be the one to really let God penetrate and be like, okay, let's really talk about these issues. Let's talk about this stuff that people are scared to talk to. You know, on this podcast, it's not built to like we're trying to gain and get everybody to like us. You know, it's gonna be people that's not gonna like us. It's gonna be people that will do us. People that's gonna be like, I want y'all to do this better, this and that, and this better. And I'm gonna be like, and I'm gonna look at it and I'm gonna be like, I love you, this and that, you know, and everything. And continue to love because it's who I am. I can't change who I am, my personality wise. You know, you know, because we all renewed. We all know we follow Christ. If we claim we follow Christ. That's quotations. And we claim, we got here claiming, we got to be, we really got to be the change you want to see. You know what I'm saying? We can't be out here just really just putting our toes and this and that, going back and forth, you know. But I'm going to, I'm going to stop. <laughs> I'm going to stop y'all. Okay, looking at me like. No, no, no. I was, really, I was really listening. I know. I know. But you know, I get started. Like, I just not getting started. Oh, you know, when we get started, started. But yeah, guys, you know, it was just nice uh, catching up with you. Um, and yeah. Have you a know, blessed week, you guys. But, you know, just keep us in prayer that we continue. You know, I feel like I'm coming how Paul came and just pray that we continue to, you know, be obedient. You know, and I feel like that's a prayer a lot of people are scared to pray or ask about. Especially if you're in the church or high up. Like, you ain't since seen no pastor like, can y'all pray for me? Somebody gonna no, look at you like. I have. You say that? I have. Mr. Barry asked Mr. us. Mr. Barry, yeah, but you don't see that much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't see that much. Like, how you see Pastor come out like, hey, y'all. We went on a, um, know, a dinner luncheon, you guys, with um, a pastor and his wife. And he was like, at the end, you know, at the end, they, you know. <laughs> yeah. At the end, he was like, you guys want me to pray for you guys? What do you guys want us to pray yeah. for you about, right? And, you know, Rico started saying something. I started saying something, and they're, like, shaking their heads. And then Rico was like, what do you guys need us to pray for yeah. you guys about? Yeah. And, like, his face, like, their face. Like, face. changed, like, oh. <laughs> ain't had, nobody asked me that before. Right. Ain't never had nobody asked me that before. But, yeah, I got, you know, you can pray for me. And I know, I, I could tell it was, like, in a, not in a bad way, but it was like, dang, like. Yeah, you like, know, you know, oh, yeah. Like, no one has asked me Right. That. And I feel like we, don't be scared of your pastor. Like, you know, your pastor, that's your friend right there. Like, don't be scared of him. If he want to, just ask, like, hey, pastor, like, at the church one day, like, hey, is anything you want me to pray for you about? Because he got stuff he's dealing with. I, it takes humility. Yeah, it does. It, it does. does. To accept it, too. Yeah. You gonna be like, oh, no. Oh, God, I need prayer. Yeah. prayer. <laughs> I got it. And like, nah, man. You know, but I'm. I still pray for you, though. Yeah. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm always open. I'm always open. But y'all, we're about to call it quits, and um, we'll see you guys later. God bless. God bless y'all. Have a good one. Bye bye. Peace.